brethren, the peace of the Lord be with you and welcome. We appreciate you and God bless you for being part of this program. It's a life-changing divine service brought to you by the Atomic Hills Healing and Deliverance Ministry. The Atomic Hills Healing and Deliverance Ministry is an interdenominational group made up of selfless, dedicated, highly gifted, anointed ministers from seven different congregations. This ministry is passionate about winning souls and biblically nurturing people through the word of God, holiness, faith, and prayers. Countless lives have been won and transformed through this wonderful ministry. Now let's welcome the leader of the team, Reverend Evans Fufi, for an unadulterated word of God, prophetic prayers, healing, and deliverance. This morning, we honor you this morning. We bless your holy name this morning. We thank you for how far you have brought us. We thank you for the lives of our family. We thank you that the whole of yesterday you were with us. You have kept us this night and we are here. Father, we thank you. We bless you. There's none that can be compared to you. We worship you because you are there. We worship you because you have done it. We worship you because you are going to do it. We worship you because you are on us doing it every day for us. Let me thank you this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. You promised that the gate of hell can never prevail against us. We who are your church, you said the gate of hell can never even prevail against us. So we decree we are more than conquerors. We are overcomers. We are victorious. Father, we thank you. Open your mouth and let's thank the Lord. Let's open your mouth and thank the Lord. We are thanking the Lord. The devil, Oh, with joy and with heart of gratitude. Oh, we sing and praise your name. Oh, because none can be compared to you. Oh, as we begin, as we begin, as we begin, as we begin, you are the beginning, you are the end. You are the beginning, you are the end. So we lift our hearts. We lift our hearts. We lift our hearts and say, Oh, we worship your name. Oh, yes, Lord. 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 Father, we thank you. We thank you for the life that you've given to us. Oh, for the life that you've given to us. We are thanking you. We are blessing your name. We have, oh, yes, we magnify you in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. We thank you. Father, we will sing, we will sing, we will sing and praise you, we will sing and worship you, we will sing and adore you, oh, as we begin our day. As we begin our journey, as we begin our life, as we begin our business, as we begin our marriages, as we begin to enter into your blessing, so we praise with our heart. Oh, with a heart of gratitude, we lift you up, we honor you with everybody on this page, with everybody under the sound of my voice. Father, we are one family who have come together with one cause, with one belief that you have been good to us, that you have been them. Some trust in their horses, some trust in their chariots, some believe that. Because of yesterday, the gin that they drank, oh, the wine that they took, 
that made them to rest well. But we were able to rest, not because of a gym, not because of a wine, but because of a Lord, because of a God who is the creator of the universe. There was a God who was by us. There were angels who were with us. Without them, maybe we would not have been alive today. And you are not coming by here. Come, we are not crossing Oh, you are with us. Only them. Oh, yes, Lord. We worship you. Oh, yeah, we adore you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Everybody, bang him. You are so close to us. It's yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Don't be a bear. Yes, Lord. You know me the best. Yes, Papa. You know me the best. Yes, Lord. You better come. You better come. You better come. Say, oh, but something is normal. Oh, something is normal. Oh, to me, keep fire so. Oh, to me, oh, to me, see a crime. They cannot prevent that. They cannot stand before us. They cannot. And I'm also. Oh, yes, Lord. It's through you. It will not be by our strength. Oh, it will not be by our strength. Any hill, any mountain before Zerubbabel will come a plain land. It's not by might. It's not by strength. But it's just by the power of the Most High. It's not by our might. It will not be by our might to not be by our strength. But we have overcome them already. Father, we thank you. Father, we adore you. And we thank you. Father, we commit our lives to you. We ask for forgiveness of sin. May you begin to wash us and cleanse us. Cleanse us. Father, wash us. Let us pray that God will wash and cleanse us. Oh, as we begin, may he wash us. It's only sin that will make the devil have access to our lives. May he forgive us. Anything that we have done, may he forgive us. Anything you have said, may he forgive us. In the name of Jesus. And may his presence and his power go before us. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we lay before you and we say you are king of kings. You are Lord of lords. We adore you in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. So, child of God, welcome to spend the day in his presence. Spend the day in his presence is a divine service that is meant to spark up your day, spice your day up with the presence and the power of God. We thank God for your life. We thank God for people like you. We thank God for people who are devoted to him. We thank the Lord for your life. We thank the Lord for the life of your family. This Reverend Ivan Sofia, this program is brought to you by the Atomic Hills Healing and Deliverance Ministry, supported by our partners. God bless all our partners, and God bless all those who have been helping us in diverse ways to make this program successful and possible. We adore all of you. Father, we pray committing the person who has also tuned in, the person who has also linked up from any other link to this page, to hear this voice. Father, we thank you. We bless you in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. So, child of God, we are still talking about trust in the Lord always, even when your prayer seem not answered. Trust in the Lord always, even when your prayer seem unanswered or your prayer seem not answered, today is episode seven. In the previous episode, by the grace of God, we were able to establish that God has a purpose for each and every person. So the mere fact that your prayer has not been answered doesn't mean that God doesn't love you. It doesn't mean that God is not there. And we learned that Elijah, Elijah, who could even pray and raise the dead? Who could pray and God will hear him? The prophet of prophet, the prophet good, the greatest prophet of all time. He also prayed and he didn't get answer immediately. 
and he sent his servant to go and look seven different occasions before he saw something small. That God has started something small. And that something small became a mighty thing. And God, through his power, demonstrated through Elijah that he can do. So we also gave an advice to ourselves that no matter what we pray for and no matter how small God starts something with us, we should thank the Lord and we should be prepared and keep on trusting the Lord. Elijah trusted in the Lord no matter what was happening. So we should also keep and trust in the Lord. Today, the grace of God will continue with the episode 7. In the episode 7, we'll take 1 Samuel chapter 1, verses 1 to 28. 1 Samuel chapter 1, verses 1 to 38. 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 1 to 28. I'm reading for the, from the NIV, the New International Version. There was a certain man from Ramatham, a Zufite from her country of Ephraim, whose name was Ekana, son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tuhu, the son of Zub, an Ephraimite. He had two wives. One name was called Hannah, the other name was Penina. Penina had children, but Hannah had none. Year after year, Year after year, this man went up from his town to worship and sacrifice to the Lord Almighty at Shiloh, where Hophni and Phinehas, the two sons of Eli, were the priests of the Lord. Whenever the day came for Elkanah to sacrifice, he would give portions of the meat to his wife Penina and, and to all his sons and daughters, but to Hannah. He gave double portion because he loved him. And the Lord had closed her womb. Because the Lord has closed, because the Lord has closed her womb, her rival kept provoking her in order to irritate her. This went on year after year. And whenever Hannah went up to the house of the Lord, her rival provoked her till she wept and would not eat. Her husband, Ekana, would say to her, Hannah, why are you weeping? Why don't you eat? Why are you downhearted? Don't I mean more to you than ten sons? Once, when they had finished, once, when they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh, Hannah stood up. Now, Eli, the priest, was sitting on his chair by the doorpost of the Lord's house. In a deep anguish, Hannah prayed to the Lord, weeping bitterly, and she made a vow, saying, Lord Almighty, if you only look at your servant's misery and remember me and not forget your servant, but give her a son, then I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life, and no razor will ever be used on his head. As she kept on praying to the Lord, Eli observed her mouth. Hannah was praying in her heart, and her lips were moving, but her voice was not heard. Eli thought that she was drunk and said to her, How long are you going to stay drunk? Put away your wine. Not so, my Lord, Hannah replied. I'm a woman 
who is deeply troubled. I have not been drinking wine or beer. I was pouring out my heart. I was pouring out my soul to the Lord. Do not take your servant for a wicked woman. I have not been praying here out for my I have been praying here out of my anguish and grief. Then Eli answered, Go in peace, and may the Lord grant may the God of Israel grant what you have asked him. She said, May your servant find favor in your eyes. Then she went her way and ate something, and her face was no longer downcast. Early next morning, they arose, worshipped before the Lord, and then went back to their home at Ramah. Ekana loved to his wife Hannah, and the Lord remembered her. So may God remember somebody. So in course of time, in course of time, in course of time, Hannah became pregnant, gave birth to a son, and she named him Samuel, saying, because I, have, because I have asked the Lord for him. When her husband Ekana went up all his, with all his family to offer the annual sacrifice to the Lord to fulfill his vow, Hannah did not go. She said to her husband, After the boy is weaned, I will take him and present him before the Lord, and he will live there always. Do not seem best to you. Do what is seem best to you. Her husband Ekana told her, Stay here until you have win him. Only may the Lord make good his word. So the woman stayed at home and nursed her son until she had weaned him and he was weaned and took the boy with her as was and along with three year old bull. An offering of flour and skin of wine, and brought him to the house of the Lord at Shiloh. When the bull had been sacrificed, they brought the boy to Eli, and he, she said to him, "Pardon me, my lord. As surely as you live, I am a woman who stood here beside you praying, and I pray for a child, and the Lord has granted me what I asked of him." So now I give him to the, to the Lord for the for his whole life. He will be given over to the Lord, and he will be worshipped here. This is the word of God. Precious child of God, we thank the Lord for your life, and we thank the Lord for hearing certain things like this. We know that the story about Hannah is very common to everybody. People have heard the story about Hannah severally. But today we are taking different dimension. We are taking different dimension because in those days, let us go into those days. Into those, in, the, in those days, having a child or not having a child was something that was very important. Why? Because, number one, it was considered that if you don't have a child at that time, maybe it's God who is punishing you. Maybe you have done something bad against God. And we realize that having plenty of children at that time was also considered to be a blessing from the Lord. So if you were not having a child 
At that time, barrenness was deep shame upon family. So if you are not having a child, it's a shame to the family. So I want you to put yourself not just having not having a child. But I want you to know the circumstances or that surrounded Hannah at that time. And Hannah had an issue. And she couldn't give birth as at that time. And the funny thing about the whole scripture is that because somebody who was the rival to Hannah realized that Hannah could not give birth, the Bible says she intentionally provoked Hannah so that Hannah will be weeping. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it happens. That Hannah too also prayed to the Lord. The Bible says year after year, it is that the prayer was not only one day prayer. He had been praying. He prayed every year. Year after year, he was. she was just praying. She was just praying every day, year after year. Just one prayer request to have a child. Hannah didn't give up. That's why we are saying that if you don't give up, 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 and you keep on trusting the Lord, you will see the glory of the Lord. If you don't give up, and you keep on trusting the Lord, then you will see the glory of the Lord. If we don't give up, and we keep on trusting the Lord, then we will see the glory of the Lord. Galatians chapter 6 verse 9 says that, And let us not grow weary of doing good. Let us not grow weary in prayer. For in due season, we will reap. For if we don't give up. So Hannah understood the scripture. Hannah understood the word of God, and she decided not to give up. She decided to continue to pray year after year. Even though Every year when she prays, there was no answer. There was nothing that seemed was happening. But she, had, she kept on praying. She trusted in the Lord. She put her trust in the Lord. Precious child of God, sometimes God put a Goliath in our life so that we will let the David in our life come out. There is David inside of us. There's the spirit of David inside of us. There's the spirit of God inside of us. There's a spirit of victory in, in our life. That will save generations. That will save a lot of people. But sometimes, God allows certain things to come into our life. The Bible says God closed her womb. It's, 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 it's an inscription that shows that God allowed. God didn't close it by himself. But he allowed that thing to happen. That's why I say God closed her womb. So, it, 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 it will look a bit, a bit some way. But God allowed that thing to happen. But God allowed that thing to happen for a purpose. Because anytime God allowed Goliath to bluff, God allowed Goliath to insult, God allowed Goliath to challenge, it's because God wants to raise a David. Because God wants to raise a David, that is why God allowed a Goliath to happen. So anytime there's a problem, anytime that you have a challenge, anytime you are going through a, a, something that you cannot bear, anytime you go through something that you pray and there's no answer seem coming, it is not that God doesn't want to answer you because God wants to bring that David out of you, because God wants to bring David out of the situation, because God wants to bring somebody who will deliver not only you, but will deliver generation, will deliver a family, will deliver a church, will deliver people from from their predicament. So God allowed situations to come in our way, not because he wants to disgrace us. The Bible says he never called us to disgrace us, but he called us to glorify us. So he just wants to glorify himself. He just wants to glorify you. He just wants to glorify himself. He just wants to glorify you. God, whatever God does, he do it for generations. Who you are looking for something for a right now, Hannah was just looking for a child to tell the rival that I also can, I can also give birth. She initially 
all the years that she had been praying, she was just praying for her own life, for her own purpose. She had a plan. She had a plan. God also had his plan. Hannah had her plan. God also had his plan. And the plan of God was that I'm looking for a prophet. Because at that time, it was difficult to get a prophet. For many years, God had not been speaking to the people of God because there were no prophets. There was a long time, God, in those times, God was not speaking to prophet. God needed a prophet. But Hannah also needed a boy, needed a child to bluff, to show the rival that you cannot always be insulting me, that you cannot always be provoking me. I also have a womb. I can also give them. So Hannah had her plan and God also had her plan. And God plan and Hannah plan were not the same. So year after year, Hannah has to go before the Lord. Pastor child of God, not that God doesn't want to help. Not that God cannot help. But look, God has a plan. God has a purpose. And the purpose of God is that anytime that problem comes, anytime Goliath comes, anytime Goliath appears and he insults the people of God and he insults God, God just wants to raise the David. Not just God wants victory. God don't just want victory, but he wants to raise a David. A David that will come out to and smooth and come against and smite and strike that Goliath down. And after that, that David can also deliver. That David can also continue. Not that he wants you to just have one of miracle, one of prayer. Then you have one of miracle and you go and sleep and you come back. Anytime you need another prayer, you come back. Surely, prayer is a lifestyle. Prayer shouldn't be an event. So the Bible says year after year, Hannah was praying. Hannah made sure that every year, year after year, she kept on praying. But what went wrong with Hannah was that Hannah had a different purpose. And Hannah couldn't get the grapes of God's purpose. But one day, but one day, what pains me is that one day they have even got into the temple and they were about to pray. Anytime Hannah made time to pray, then this woman will come and provoke her so that the prayer will be disturbed. Then she will keep on weeping. Then she will keep on. The woman will intentionally irritate Hannah so that she will keep on weeping. She will not eat. She will not do the sacrifice at the temple and she will weep and come back. Can we say it is the devil who sent this woman to, to plot this thing? But the same thing also happened to you. The same thing also happened to me. Anytime we run the race and we are at the point to present our request to the Lord, we are at the point for God to hear us. We are at the point when the heavens are open that God will hear us. That is when we are provoked. Now be warned. Be warned and be cautious about demonic provocations. Anytime you are provoked, anytime something tells you that it's over, anytime something tells you that you have been praying too much, anytime something tells you that you have been praying and there's no results, anytime something tells you that you are tired, relax, you are too tired, know that it's a provocation. That comes from the spirit of Penina. The spirit of Penina will always provoke you and they will tell you, they will not just provoke you. They will tell you when the thing is about to happen. Then they will provoke you. That's why the fact that Ekana loved Hannah so much. And Ekana said the word. So a man not worthy than 10 sons. If you have me, don't worry about sons. This man will give double portion of everything to Hannah. But Hannah was not at peace because of the provocation that was coming from the rabbi. What is provoking you, my dear? What is provoking you, my sister? What is provoking you, my brother? What has made you stop praying? What has made you think that prayer can just be one of event and you go? Surely, anytime anybody wants to run a race, when you are almost getting to the finishing line, you get tired more than when you started. Oh, say, say it again. Let me say it again. Anytime you start a race, anybody start a race, 
getting closer to the finishing line, the more you get closer to the finishing line, the more you get tired, the more you get worried, the more you decide to stop, the more your heart start beating, the more your strength go down. And the more your strength go down, it's a sign that you are always and you are close to the finishing line. Now we are doing also do a one out bread, one out or how a one I also jai, a one I also bread, a one I also jacrana be beyond Maria, Tabrebia Bompaya, a Bamubaban, a chelsea, we are to baby Ocon. But what do we see? Most of the times we give up. We give up. When the going get off, we give up. When the going get off, it's a sign. Yesterday or the last episode, we were told that clouds. It's our life, life dashboard. It's like we are driving the dashboard. The class will tell you whatever is happening, whatever is about to happen, or whatever is happening right now in your life. The class will tell. And the class will tell you when you are running a race, how you get tired is a cloud. How you suffer is a cloud. How you are provoked. How you feel like giving up. How you are disappointed. That tells you that you are almost getting to the finishing line. And what do we see? A so that we go and start again. So our life has become every we, 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 we go and we start a circular in nature. We go and we start, we, we, don't, we never get to the finishing line. But today, may that thing leave you right now in the name of Jesus. May that thing leave you right now in the your life is not supposed to be in circle. Your life is supposed to be straight and forward. Your life is supposed to be straight and forward. When the going get off, the tough get going. Are you a tough person? Are you a tough person? When the going get off, it's a sign that you are the finishing line. Anytime Hannah got to the place where God is, anytime Hannah got to the place where the covenant of God is, when anytime covenant he got to the place or when the ark of the Lord is, anytime the church where Eli was, that was where the ark of the Lord was there. That was where the presence of the Lord was. The presence of the Lord was at that time, it was in the temple. Even though Hannah was praying in her house, even though Hannah used to play in her homes, Hannah used to play when they are in the house. She used to pray when they are working. But the temple, that is where the ark and the covenant of the Lord is located. Where the presence of the Lord is. Where God was so prepared to listen to Hannah's prayer. But that was the time she couldn't pray. Because that time she had been provoked. And instead of praying, she would be weeping. Instead of praying, she would be complaining. Instead of, instead of praying, she would be emotional. Precious child of God, don't allow your emotions to take over you because emotions are temporal. Nobody's emotions has lasted for a long time. Emotions are temporal. Don't allow emotion. Don't allow the insult. Don't allow the reproach. Don't allow the despise that people give to you, people send to you, to prevent you from doing what you are supposed to do. Because in life, there are important things and there are urgent things. Not everything that is urgent is important. But most of the time, we allow our life to be occupied by things that are urgent. Urgent. This is urgent. I must do this. I must do this. I must do this. But is that the impo most important thing to do? So Hannah realized that weeping and not eating and crying was something that was urgent that she has to do it because I have to do it. Because I have to do it. Not because you have to do it. Not because there's an urgency on you to do it. That doesn't mean that you have to do it. You have to know how to spend your time. That the most important thing is that is the presence available. Pray. The presence of God was there. The prophet was there. The priest was there. Oh, all the servants 
of most high were there, they were prepared to listen to Hannah's prayer and take it to the Lord. By that time, Hannah was weeping. Anytime they are ready, Hannah was weeping. But one thing about Hannah was that every year she kept on going. Even though the woman was provoking her, she kept on going forward. Even though the woman was teasing her, she kept on going. It is very painful if you are being in that situation and somebody is using what they have been able to achieve to provoke you. It's very painful. It's very painful situation. But yet, Hannah didn't give up. But one day, the Bible said one day, as they entered into the temple and Hannah decided to pray, she decided that this is how I will eat some more and go and pray. And she went and she prayed. And there was an answer. May God give somebody answer this day. I said, may God give somebody answer this day. I said, may God give somebody an answer today in the name of Jesus Christ. Surely, there are things we can learn from Hannah. Yes, we can learn five things from Hannah. Before I let you go, the first one is that Hannah knew where to go in her predicament. Hannah knew where to take her problems. And where did she take her problem? Straight to God in prayer. We don't discuss our problems with our friends. Some of us, when we are going through, we discuss our problems with everybody. We will tell everybody what we are going through. We will tell everybody what the, how the marriage didn't work. We will tell everybody how we are suffering at the office. We will tell everybody how our bosses are treating us. But we will refuse to tell God. When you call for prayer, they don't come. Join us to pray. They will never pray. But yet, they will have time and discuss this problem with somebody. Even problem that they know doctors cannot help. Even problem that the doctors have told them they cannot help. Yet, they discuss it with them. They discuss their problem. They will talk about their problem. But they will never present it to God. Let us learn from Hannah. Hannah knew exactly where to send her problems. Exactly where to go. Where to go. She knew it. If you will be able to get the miracle you are waiting for, you should know where to send your prayer. You should know where to send your problem. You should know where to talk to, whom to talk to, how to talk to the person. You should know. There are many years that are willing to hear you. But I'm telling you that there's not every year that can help you. But Hannah knew where to take her prayer or her problem to. So in First Samuel chapter 1 verse 7, in her bitterness of soul, Hannah wept much and prayed to the Lord. And prayed to the Lord. And prayed to the Lord. She didn't pray to a prophet. She didn't pray to Eli. Eli was sitting there. The priest was there. The priest was in the temple. The ark of God was there. But she prayed to the Lord. Whom do you pray to? Where do you send your request? Whom have you been praying to? Where have you been sending your request? Where have you been sending your problem? Have you been sending it to a man? Have you been sending it to a prophet? Have you been sending your problem to a prophet? Or you send it to God? Hannah took her prayer request to God. She came to the house of the Lord year after year with her husband and she made offerings. She made sacrifices. Even though she was ridiculed under her ashes by Penina, but she kept on Bring him. May God show you the way. May you go and send your prayer request to the right place in the name of Jesus Christ. May you send your prayer request to the right place in the name of Jesus Christ. In every situation, God's time is perfect. In the key verse in this chapter that the Lord closed Hannah's womb may seem cruel to God, but you may not understand. When say God has closed her womb, it doesn't mean that God doesn't like her. But God's time it's a perfect timing. Hannah had her timing. God also had her timing. God needed a prophet. Hannah needed a son. Until Hannah decided that I have, I will give my son to you to answer what you're looking for. Then God gave a prophet. I want a child. You too want a prophet. Why don't you give me a child? So that I give the child to you as a prophet. 
<laughs> so that my will and your will will be one. There are certain things that are not the, uh, uh, to the will of God. So when you pray, God may not answer it so quickly. But anytime our will and his will become one, anytime our timing and his timing become one, anytime his plan and our plan become one, God will surely answer. So Hannah realized that God wants a prophet. I want a child. So why don't God give me a child so that I give him as a prophet so that our timing, our plan will be the same. And God did so. May God grant your request. Number two, in her brokenness and her pain, Hannah trusted in God's power and ability to work on her behalf. That's why the fact that she was in a pain. That's why the fact that her heart was broken. That's why the fact that she was being radical. She was still kept on trusting the Lord. That's why you should keep on trusting the Lord even if your prayer seems unanswered. First Samuel chapter 1 verse 10 And she made vows saying, O Lord Almighty, if only you will look upon your servant misery and remember me and not forget your servant, but give her a son, I will give him to you for all the days of her, his life. And no razor will be used on his head. So Hannah, Hannah in her misery, didn't insult, didn't curse God, didn't say, where is God? He didn't say, I have given up. He didn't say, enough is enough. She didn't say, I've been praying, I don't see anything. She kept on trusting the Lord. May we also keep in trusting the Lord. May you also keep trusting the Lord. And may we, all of us, keep on trusting the Lord. And may God answer. Number three, she believed God. She believed that God would do what he has said he would do. Hey! She believed what the Nyamidi said, no matter what. The Nyamidi said, it will come to pass. Oh, what God has said concerning you, he also need that request. He also need that request to show how he's powerful, to show the whole world that he can do it. So it's not you alone who is in need. He also need that request. He need to answer so that everybody will trust in him. So why not believe in God? That no matter what happens, no matter, no matter what goes on, she knows very well that God will surely answer and do what he has said he will do. So, even though Hannah knew that things were not going on well, but she knew no matter what God will surely do. Can you trust in the Lord like that? That no matter what, no matter what happened, no matter the outcome of the interview, no matter the outcome of the marriage proposal, no matter the outcome of my business, no matter the outcome of my sales, no matter the outcome of my health problem, I went to the hospital. I was expecting them to tell me negative. I was expecting them to tell me I'm not sick, but they told me I'm sick. But no matter the outcome, I know that will not prevent God from doing what he said he would do. I know I'm 40 years. I know I'm 30 years. I know I'm 45 years. But if God have said I will marry, no matter what is happening, I trust in the Lord that he's able, he's capable of doing what he has said he would do. Can you do that for me? My sister, can you trust in the Lord like that? My brother, can you trust in the Lord like that for me? That you have been down for some time, you have been down for these days, but you know God will surely give you a baby. Can you trust in the Lord like that? Can you trust in the Lord that at this age, at 52, we pray with somebody and she had twins in the U.S., 52-year-old woman. Can you trust in the Lord that even though I'm getting, I'm getting older, but God will surely give me the number of children he has promised to give me? Do you know that after Hannah giving birth to uh, this son, she also gave birth to five children again. At her age, she gave birth to five more children, aside Samuel, because she, she realized how to satisfy the Lord. Satisfy the Lord. 
put God first in everything you do. She decided to satisfy what God wants. Have you satisfied? Some of us, we are not even born again. We have never even accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We don't even know the God. We don't even serve him. We don't even trust in him. But we come to him when we are in problem. And you haven't satisfied God, but you want God to satisfy you. Please, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. God said, I want a prophet. I want somebody who will become a prophet. I want somebody who will become a prophet. I'm looking for a prophet. That is God's plan. Hannah said, I will satisfy that one. She kept on doing the sacrifices. She kept on serving the Lord. She kept on believing God that no matter what, God will do what he has said he will do. So God had planned that he, he will give Hannah six children, but Hannah was a barren. But we said God closed her womb. But eventually, God was able to do what he said and gave five more children to Hannah aside somewhere. May God give you more abundant. God, may he give you abundantly more than you can think for, more than you can ask for. He's the one who can give to us more than, nobody can do that. Nobody, even what you have requested, they won't give you. But God can give you more than what you ask for. The Bible says she went on her way. First Samuel chapter 1 verse 18 and 20. He said he, she went on her way and asked something. After her prayer, after she prayed, after she gathered and prayed, and the man of God said that, may God answer your prayer, and may you go in peace. She believed in that. Because she believed, she changed her mood. The Bible says she went on her way, and she asked something, and her face was no longer downcast. So in course of time, Hannah conceived and gave birth to a son, and she named him somewhere, saying, because I asked the Lord for him. Oh it is only you, after prayer, you still not be smiling. It is only you, after prayer, you still frown your face. It is only you, that is after prayer, you still go out and complain. It's a sign that you cannot do. God, you cannot do. But after Hannah, that one, Hannah changed her countenance. Her countenance was no more downcast. Hannah's son and him, Hannah's son and Subai, Hannah's son and near. after Hannah and say. Even though there was nothing in the woman at that time, but she was always rejoicing because she knew that the Lord she trusts is able to do. The so what you have done in prayer or reversing, indeed. But after prayer, God is expecting us to change our mood, to change our looks and go. Number four, Hannah was faithful and strong to uphold up to the end. Hannah was so faithful and strong to uphold her end of the prayer as commitment to God. She decided that nobody can distract her. That God's plan was sovereignty. Hannah believed that God's plan was sovereignty. She had a plan. But at the end of the day, God's plan is the best. Some of us want to have our way. It will not be when you come to God, let his will, let his will be done. Let God's way go because his will, his plan, his purpose is more sovereignty than our plan and our purpose. First Samuel chapter 1 verse 28, 24 to 28. First Samuel chapter 1 verse 24 to 28. As assuredly as you live, my Lord, I am the woman who stood here beside you praying to the Lord. I pray for this child and the Lord has granted me what I asked for. So now I give him. I give him to the Lord for his whole life that he will be given over to the Lord. She fulfilled her promise because she knew that the, the sovereign God, most of us, 
There are many things that we say, oh God, I'm traveling. If you take me and bring me back, I will do this and we never do. And yet we want God to do another thing for us again. It will never do. God will never allow our pain and our brokenness to have the last and the final word. I think I can close. <laughs> God will never allow our pain and our brokenness. God will never our shame and our disappointment to have the final word. There's a saying that the one who laughs last, laugh best. The one who laughs last, laugh best. They can start laughing from the beginning. They can start laughing at you from the beginning. They can start laughing at you from the beginning. They can start laughing at you at the middle. They can laugh, start laughing at you at the tail end. But the one who will laugh at last will laugh best. It means that the person who will laugh at last, the person's laughter will cancel every laughter, every reproach, every irritation that has gone on. So Penina started laughing at Hannah from the beginning. From the beginning, even in the middle, even getting to the end of it, she thought it was over. But Hannah laughed last. So Hannah laughed best. May you laugh at last. The most important is the one who will laugh at last. May you laugh last. Ne osrika tuano, ono ne diena tumi wamu. Ne osrika tuano, ono na ne si diano ahumeka wamu. Ono na ne si diano ahumeka wamu. Pani na esre hana. Efiti asiano, efiti wakula osreno. Ebe kwa wye nukwa no osreno. May you laugh at your storm. May you laugh at your problem. May you laugh at your situation. May you laugh at what you are going through. May you laugh at your pain. May you laugh at your brokenness. May you laugh at your demonic dream. May you stand somewhere and laugh. And laugh at them. And laugh at it. And laugh. And smile. And give a smile. After your smile, nobody will be able to smile again. After your smile, they will not be able to laugh again. May you laugh. And may they frown. May you laugh and may they frown. May you laugh and they may they frown. If they are laughing at you, if they are showing any reproach to you, they are doing them at the wrong side of their mouth. The correct laughter will come and it will come from you. May you laugh last in the name of Jesus Christ. Precious child of God, the last thing we want to learn from Hannah, the last thing we want to learn from Hannah is very, very, very important to me. But somebody will laugh at last. I say somebody will laugh at last. God will never allow our pain to have the last word. They will never have the last word. Yehaw no. Nyanu nebe sere chato. Yamane nyanu nebe sere chato. Nyanu nebe kase chato. Ewrade be kasa. Ewrade nebe kase chato. When God speak, nobody can speak again. After God speak, nobody can speak again. Because in Penifold, Jairia, in Sosa, it's when the elderly finish bathing. There's no water there for anybody to bath again. If you want to bath, bath with the sand. God will say something in your life. God will speak in your life. God will have the last say in your life. God will have the last word in your life. Your barrenness will not have the last word in your life. Your pain will never have the last word in your life. Your sickness can never have a last word in your life. Your trouble can never have the last word in your life. That demonic dreams will never have the last word in your life. Your jobless will can never have the last word in your life. Your, your singleness will never have the last word in your life. It will never have the last word in their life. God will speak finally. God will speak. May God speak in your life. I prophesy in your life that God will speak. God will speak very soon. And may God will be the last word in your life. Number five is that Hannah gave praise the way he had worked. She gave praise to God for the way God has dealt with her. So when you read First Samuel chapter 2, you sing the song of Hannah. Hannah prayed and said to God, my heart rejoices in the Lord. In the Lord, my horn is lifted high. 
Oh, in the Lord, my horn is lifted high. May your countenance be lifted. May your countenance be lifted. My mouth boasts over my enemies. Hey, Hannah. And some Shehana Numu. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 1 to 2. And some Shehana Numu. May God give you vocabulary. May God give you vocabulary to praise Him, to worship Him. May God give you words to praise Him. Listen to Hannah West. And let us end here. Listen to her, her praise. After everything, she gave praise to the Lord. Don't forget to praise the Lord when you have to. Don't forget to thank the Lord when you have to. When you are thankful, your tank will always be full. May you, may your power, may the Spirit of God overcome everything of the enemy. And take note that no matter what, take note that no matter what, take note that no matter what, God's plan is the best. Take note that no matter what, God's plan is the best. No matter what, God's plan is the best. And you have no business doing business comparing yourself to anybody. Penina has started having children far before Hannah. Even though she was the loved one, but Penina, Hannah was initially compare herself to Penina, but it didn't happen like that. May you go in your own direction. May you go in, travel in your own path. May you travel through your own destiny. May you never compare yourself to anybody. Look at the song Hannah sang. Hannah prayed and said to the Lord, My heart rejoiced in the Lord. In the Lord, my horns are lifted. My mouth boasts over my enemies. For I am delight in your deliverance. There's no one holy like the Lord. There's no one besides you. There's no rock like our God. There's no rock like our God. There's no rock you can lean on apart from the God that we serve. There's no rock like our God. May you praise the Lord. May God give you testimony so that you can also sing praises to him. He said, God has given me, lifted my horns. Formerly my horns were down, but God has lifted the horns again. And I can boast against my enemy. Now I can face Penina. Now I can tell Penina that you know that I have a prophet. I have given a prophet to God. And do you know what happened? Did the same Samuel, prophet Samuel, that anointed the greatest king of Israel. That prophet Samuel was the first one who anointed Saul to become a king. He anointed David to also to become a king. What are you talking about? What are you saying? My dear, what are you talking about? What are you saying? I say, may God will put you to shame. The way you have been troubling him, God, he will put you to shame. He will give you miracle that you will be ashamed. And you start singing this song that Hannah sang. May the praise of the Lord, may the power of the Lord, may the spirit of the Lord go with you, guide you, direct your path, cause the impossible to become possible. May God, who has called you, lead you. Whatever prayer request is on your heart, whatever has been troubling your heart, Hannah was troubled, but finally, God made her laugh at last. May you laugh at last. May you laugh at last. May you laugh at your storm. May you laugh at your problem. May you laugh at your situation. May you laugh at what you are going through. May you laugh at what your enemy is saying. May you fold your hand and laugh at them one day because God has done it for you. May God bless you. May God keep you. May God cause his face to shine upon you. May God give you peace now and forevermore. I love you and God loves you the most. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you and God bless you. I'll see you next time. We trust that you have been blessed through our administration. For prayer and counseling, kindly call 0244-183450 or 0266-685623. The numbers again, 0244-183450 or 0266 
68 God bless you and see you next time.